When we struggle with fertility, we as women often blame ourselves. If you remember in an earlier episode, Jess talked about telling her husband he could leave her since they couldn't get pregnant. And I talked about the guilt I had that my husband's first wife could have given him a baby and I couldn't. Maybe this is because our bodies are supposed to be carrying and providing nutrients for nine months. But today we want to shift that mindset of putting all of the blame and guilt on ourselves. It takes an egg and a sperm to make a baby. A male has to be involved. And let's be real, males do have feelings too. Therefore, in today's episode, you will hear from our husbands in their very first Steal the Mic episode. The most important factor to a healthy well-being is feeling connected. Welcome to From There to Here, a safe place where we will explore some of life's adventures so that you do not feel alone. Wait, we got to plan this. It's recording. Just, just stop. Hold on. We got to... <laughs> yeah. This is like, we we didn't even finish the first beer. Start we are men. Oh. We like to plan. Yeah. So if you yeah. really need to, just come through. All right. Well, uh, I guess we're... Feelings. Feelings is part of the thing today, I guess. I'm feeling... Wait, we got to do our heart lens. I'm feeling this beer. I'll, yes. So that is my... What is it called? Heart. Heart lens? Heart lens for the day or week is being able to have a cold beer with a friend after work on a Friday. Cheers to that. Cheers. So, I guess kind of had the same one. So, Bode is my other lens. Oh, yeah. That's coming soon. Kind of scared to open the open it up. and I can't wait. It's going to be... All right, feelings. Soon. Feelings. Um, fertility, F word. Yeah. Uh, F word came up a lot. It definitely did, yeah. And... It's funny how they, that word was like big to them where, I mean, for me, I was like, okay, like I never really thought that as fertility. You know what I mean? hundred percent. Like as much as they thought about that word, I was like, okay, all right. That's a different way of looking at it. But I was always stuck on the point of a different F word and that was the financials. Exactly. That's where I got overwhelmed. I agree a hundred percent. Like that's, I think that's a man's thing to do is think of every situation that pops up financially. Uh, she got pissed when I, I'd always look it through that lens, and then it wasn't the emotional side. Yeah, and I, it's so funny to listen to the podcast because you. The much as they think about in a given day, it's like, oh, my God. But, like, men, I think, like, me and Shannon's big thing was, I'm one of those people, like, if I can't fix it, you know, with money or with, you know, effort, I don't dwell on it. I just move past it. You know, it is what it is. I'm going to move on. I can't hold on to it. It's going to slow me down, drag me down. So I'm one of those guys that just move past and move on. And, oh, God, did that bother her? Because she, she wanted to do dwell on it. Same. You know, and I just couldn't sit there and and dwell on it because I felt like I was slowing myself or holding myself back. And I wasn't emotional. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think we're very good at showing emotions in the first place compared to women, but I wasn't very emotional for it. The journey of it was I never thought it'd go as long and as deep as oh, it yeah. went 
and oh, I know your story, you know ours. I thought it'd be IUI. Right, boom, done. done. Kids coming. Plan it a little more, mm-hmm. hit the cycles, and be yeah. on your way. And then seven years later. I do think, though, going through it made me and Shannon's marriage a lot stronger. Because we got to a point of like, you know, she was at a deep, dark spot. I wasn't willing to be there emotionally. I didn't know how to be there emotionally for her. So it got tough, you know what I mean? We were not getting along at some times, but Very getting tough. through it, I think, made us so much stronger. I would echo that, and I can definitely see how struggles like this send people on their own ways. Right, you know, and like obviously both of our wives are the type of people that when something comes up, they like to talk about it. You know, they want to get it off the chest or, you know, and I'm just polar opposite. Like I don't sit down and express my feelings and you know what i mean and talk things out like that. i guess i don't know if it's a guy thing or what but, you don't know how to explain it right and she wanted to do that like all the time like you know what are you feeling and i'm like i'm nothing i'm like well now i know it's do you listen to provide a, a solution or do you just listen to provide support you know i think i should have been smarter than too like you always say you know women like just stare at them like look at them and listen that's all you got to do you know but eventually you got to reply, you know? <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I think what she was needing was the support part. And I just, I didn't know how to do it. You know what I mean? It was new to me. And, and like I said, it's something I was just like, support, it, is it is. Let's move forward. Giving shots. Yeah. Uh, going to endless doctor visits together. Right, right. The, yeah. the adoption process, everything from fingerprints to <laughs> background, you know, checks, background checks and your family to... and friends. Yeah, and I think, you know, with Shannon, it was like this endless effort to find any way. So like it was I, you know, what is it? I, you too? It yeah. was like there was only and one then it solution. Was acupuncture. And then it was um, she's not going to eat gluten. Mm-hmm. And then it was chiropractor, you know, and it just like was, and I'm like, my mindset's like, let's just relax, take a step back, you know. And she, it was like, if this wasn't working, it was right on to the next thing. If somebody would tell her, oh, my friend went and did this, you know, and it worked for her. That night I get home from work and it was, hey, we got to go do this, you know, and I'm like, pivot. What? Like, <laughs> you know, and again, going back to the financial part of it, you know, all those things cost money. And I'm just thinking financials, you know, and it's hard to tell your wife no, you know, and you know she's in that. You want the same thing, but at what cost do you right. draw the line? And honestly, when do you speak up? <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. And we had that moment because the, you know, the money we had spent to try didn't work. And then she wanted to go into the adopt. And I said, you know, there's a point in time where we have to just accept what it is and live our life. You know, we can't financially break ourselves so that we can't enjoy each other or go, you know. And we had that conversation. That's actually what led us to the fostering was because we already spent, I don't know how much money, but the adoption part of it, which you know well about, isn't cheap either. And I was like, well, that's going to strap us, you know. So the fostering was the part where you could foster and then it works out the state, you know, kind of pays. 
and it worked out perfect for us because of you know Brielle being my best friend's sister's daughter, you know, so it was like family. So it was kind of like God's gift, you know, like it was all almost planned out for us. But but you're right. I mean, it's when you finally have to bring the bring it up. You don't want to because it's going to set them off. But there's a point where you got to be like, okay, hold on here, you know. And that happened with us with the chiropractor because it was another, you know, whatever, $5,000. And I'm like, you know, you just can't keep throwing money at the wall, you know. And my thing was maybe we just take a break, you know, because it was like it was years of just relentless effort. The time it hit us was a second fertility clinic. New eyes looking at all the charts. And mm-hmm. and I remember, I think that's when the numbers broke through with not only myself, but with the wife of like, what's, where's that money better spent? Right. And then at that point we said, should we even be doing this? Should we be messing with nature? Right. Are we meant to do something else? I remember we took a walk. I can tell you right where we were on our driveway when we said, let's pivot to adoption. Right. And that was, I think, a huge emotional point. Right. One, it was relief that I just said, okay, it's roughly 25 grand. Ha ha. That actually turned out (laughs) (laughs) not to be the case in our scenario, but I said, we can do that. So that was a big emotional, I think, lift of we have a little more direction. We're giving, we're shutting the door on this. Avenue, and we're gonna go down this. But. Yeah, I didn't even know Jess didn't want, you know, like their first podcast. Like, since she was a little kid, she never even wanted to have a baby. So I never knew that. I was kind of terrified of her <laughs> gonna <Yeah>. be pregnant. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I'll but tell I, you, know, I tell you, they, there's cravings. There's a lot. Of, yeah, it's, I did not know it was that strong. Yeah. So I think it all worked out. Um, and that's you know that's kind of like you know I don't want to say it, but. I did, you know, I just said, I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm going to keep moving because I can't hold myself up. You know, I've most people that think you drag yourself down if you dwell on something so long. And my thing is, it'll all work out. You know, everything works out and it's going to play its own chord. We just got to go for the ride, you know. And she was complete opposite. She wanted to plan everything, sit on the couch and cry about it, you know, and, and be emotional about it and and look for every angle we could take. And I was just kind of, let's just. Right out. Kind of like this. They they do a lot more planning coming into these oh, podcasts, yeah. and I just cracked a beer, and wing it. let's just wing it. And right. that's kind of how I went about Yeah, a lot of decisions in life. I know you couldn't plan it. I've maybe had that happen to me more where things work out, and I'm a believer. Just roll with it because it's never going to stay the same or mm-hmm. pan out like you planned it anyway, so just wing right. it. Right. And I don't know. It's... Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just funny listening to the podcast and realizing how much different women's minds work to ours. You know, it's. I mean, it's not a laughing matter. And the thing that actually really surprises me is when we were kids, I don't remember ever hearing about people's parents having trouble having babies. And the reality is, like, if with me, like at work, I have friends that I work with that are going through it. There's a lot. I mean, I don't know what the actual numbers are. Very common. But it's it's very common now for people to not be able to get pregnant. And I don't know what it all leads, you know, what's causing it or whatever, but it's kind of shocking because when we got into it, 
it felt like it was just me and Shannon because all her friends were having kids at the time, which did not help because, you know, that just made it worse where she had to be happy for them. But inside, you know, she's hurt. I remember a lot of those car rides after yeah. meeting the babies right. and right. But then she you, would be mad. Right. But she was mad at herself for being mad because mm-hmm. you're supposed to be happy. Yep, and that's exactly But it just Shannon. resurfaced. It ripped the Band-Aid off, and mm-hmm. then it... You know, you dreaded some of those. Yeah, you come home and... And you can't fix it as a man. You just right. had and to listen and... That's the hard part. I mean, I think for both me and you or the man in this part of it, the women take it personally. Like, it's their fault, you know? And they just dwell on it, you know? Where we, you know, it is what it is kind of theory. But, you know, going through it... And now realizing there's, so, and that's why I'm happy they're doing this podcast because I think a lot of people are going through it, don't talk about it, and not realize that the person you're probably talking to is going through the same because there is so many women and men that are having a hard time having kids. It's very common when I bring things up, people will say, hey, me too. And it's shocking, like you say, how how common it is, but how... You don't hear about it. Right. Jess has always been pretty open about talking about it mm-hmm. um, with family, friends, Facebook posts, and she gets a lot of great feedback. Thank you for sharing because mm-hmm. there is that common thread. Right. And people bury it. And I think that's the worst thing you can do is bury it because, well, it, yeah, it think, doesn't stay buried. It, I think, and Jess is that outgoing person, and that probably helped her through it. But Shannon. If I remember right in the beginning, kind of closed down, you know. You feel like something's wrong. Right. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with us? And then she started opening up. And then, well, obviously, when you guys started going through it, I think Shannon was, I don't want to say excited, but happy that she could be there for Jess because she knew what Jess was going through because she just went through it. You know what I mean? Like, Yep. You're not alone. Right. You know, and the, the guys that I know that are going through it, you know, at this present time, you know, you just try to, you know, you just try to give them your advice. You know, it's it's funny because you'd always hear, I remember one of the podcasts where, you know, and her family would be like, oh, you just got to relax. You know, it'll happen. You just re- tell your wife to relax. I'm sitting there, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sitting like five out. feet away going, oh, God, here we go. And it's like the worst thing you can say, you know, because like, it's like somebody that's just, completely pissed off and you just walk up and say hey just relax you know like it just uh, it's not that easy you know especially when they think about it 24 7 you know it's not that how, how it works you know and then you also got the oh but i have these friends you know once they adopted boom they were pregnant like right away and i'm like okay you know like i'm happy for them but you know it's just those aren't the things that your wife wants to hear <laughs> <laughs> but and even for us, it was we had Bree, and it was years till you know we ended up getting you know pregnant, which was obviously a shock to both of us, you know. And then it, being twins was even <laughs> bigger. You want to talk about financials? I was like, I oh, felt we're pregnant, great. And then she calls, was like, we're having twins. I'm like, ah, oh, oh, okay, that's awesome. I remember <laughs> when it was shared with me what that you guys were pregnant with twins. I was like, no, no way. No way. Right. Poor it Ben. Was, and it yeah. went straight to that. It was that crazy. <laughs> but I'll be honest with you, I think that was the hardest part for me. Because I instantly went to the fear of, 
oh, this we better not have any problems. Like, you know, instinct in my head, I go, oh, please, Lord, don't have her lose them or, you know, or have difficult, let this go smoothly. She's been through enough. You know what I mean? Like, that was my first, to be honest with you, I was like, excited, but then I, when I was alone, I was like, oh, God. We you got know, pregnant once, and I was ecstatic because it was the first time we got that that you know positive. Mm-hmm. Thought it never could happen. I'm like, well, that's a step. Right. And then she did not want to get. She was almost terrified of it because she didn't want to, like you just said, right, have right. a problem. And it wasn't a day or two after that test, right? And we got the the terrible news, and yeah, you know that's... the miscarriage, and then it it just once again ripped open some wounds, wounds. right? And right. Then you have to go back and patch that yep. up, and it's it's exhausting from just an emotional. I never experienced as many emotions as oh, the whole fertility and all that. The seven years, yeah. You just saw it, it had happened and. And like like I was saying, it makes your relationship because it puts a damper on your relationship because you know you get done work Friday, you come home and when you're dating, you weren't planning. You know, you were both excited to go do something. You know, whatever it changes. And during this, they're not that you come home and they don't want to do anything. You know, they it it was tough. Well, your your sex life can turn into an app, and it's not a. It's more aimed at just the producing a kid than it is the the romantic side of it and it that was very tough shannon would hey it's it's time let's go exactly shannon had it like documented (laughs) down to almost the minutes in the day i'd be just watching the game or something coming let's go i'm like what what what, we're going you know like sounds great but it it just was like it was it didn't it wasn't fun like you know what i mean it almost felt like a job like but but that's where their mind goes like she had gone and figured out the exact month day and i'm like whoa what? full moon right uh, you, you know may. yeah and i'm like all right well you're right it because it was it took the enjoyment out of it or the spontaneity uh or whatever out of it but but you know you gotta do it obviously you know like it's <laughs> you know i wasn't saying no but but yeah it's 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 a tough thing for relationships, but I do think, and I think like you and Jess got stronger. I think that me and Shannon got stronger. I mean, I bet there's a lot of relationships that don't make it through the tough, you know, part of this because, like I said, you can go months with them not wanting to do anything, you know, and you want to go out to dinner or you want to go, and they're just, you know, and they don't want to be around friends with their kids, you know, and those kind of things, and and you got to understand it, you know, you got to accept it, but. It's, it's, it's not easy, you know. But I, I'll be honest. Like when my fear went, when Shan did get pregnant, to please Lord, let this go smoothly. She amazed me because she, because I thought that's where her head was gonna go, and that would be her worry the whole time. And it was the polar opposite. Like never. Like she was so positive about it, and thank the Lord, it went perfect. But you know, my head was just going to hug. Oh, Please, please let this happen, because that's the last thing she needs. Is I mean, we had Bree, but you know that just like you said, it, it would have opened up a bunch of wounds, you know. And I mean, I think we're both lucky with Jude and Brielle. 
And I do think that's, you know, like watching Jess once Jude came, the mom came. You know what I mean? Like, it's fun to watch that transition in her, you know, and the enjoyment and the smiles and the, even with you, you know, like when you pull up on the boat, you know, and you grab Mm -hmm. your boy, I mean, like, that's, those are the things that we always wanted. Never knew if we were going to get, but we loved our wives. So we had to come to the reality of, I'm not leaving you because this isn't going to happen. But it was tough in my head. I had to accept this maybe not be happening. You know what I mean? And for us to go get our boys and hug them and you know, it's it's awesome. You know. But I think there's a lot of people going through this that don't. They don't open share. Up. Right. They don't. Not that I ever wanted to share. Looking back on it now, it, you you have to. You have to let right. them out and just. Someone might have that similar story. Someone right. might have advice on just the next step to get through. Right. Um, and you know, it's, and I was never, like when I met Shannon, I was closed off because of my upbringing. You know, I had a lot of rough times. So I went through everything alone. So it was me against the world kind of thing. And I didn't open up to anybody, you know. And when I met Shannon, the polar opposite that wants to discuss everything. <laughs> It, it, she had to teach me almost how to, you know, open up. But now, you know, like like I said, that people I know that are going through it, I also feel like it's my job to go in there and, and not just say, hey, if you ever want to talk about it, you know, I'm more than happy to, you know. And and they do, and it feels good to be able to be there for them. You know, like, hey, you're not the only one, you know, like, and it's tough. I get it. You know, I went through it. You know, like, it's funny you said that because one of my buddies was talking about the He's like, God, it's like, you know, it's on a timeline now and we're going to have sex. He's like, it's like ridiculous. He's like, it's almost no fun. And I go, I just start laughing. I go, I totally know what you're saying. Tip of the iceberg. Tip of the iceberg. You know, and he laughed too. So it was was good to get him to kind of, you know, open up and, 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 you know, be able to tell him that, you know, I know people that have gone through the same thing and, and, but there's not. I don't know, and you guys may, but I don't know a couple that it didn't work out in the end. It may have been not the timing. It might have been years later, but it ends up working out, either through an adoption or finally getting pregnant. But you know what I mean? So you got to have a little faith that right. if you really want a kid, the world will present you with a right. child. It might not be how you planned it, but... A lot of my life went that way. Well, yeah. I mean, it's even with our careers, you know, with everything. You know, we do. It's There's a plan. Have faith. You don't know it, but you got to believe. And, and like I said, it, it it works out. It might not work out the timeline we want, but it seems to work out in the end, you know. And that's, thank God, you know. That's because <laughs> it's, it's tough. But. Very tough. A lot of emotions that I've never had to deal with. Definitely surfaced. Um, saw emotions from Jess that I never thought I'd have to the encounter, the encounter, and how often and how deep. Yeah. So just the 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 curve of learning emotions because we always right. buried them. Yeah. You you just let them roll off the your back. You don't talk about them. Right. You know you're tough. Just yeah. keep going, but you have to let it go. Um, it works out and have faith. And, and the sad thing is that's the the male, you know, showness that, <laughs> you know, you, you learn, because that's the way, maybe it's our generation, but that we were kind of brought up, you know, you didn't just 
come over and cry on my buddy's shoulder, <laughs> you know. But it's funny because when you do, one of my best friends had kids young. He's got four great kids. And I was over there a lot with them. You know, they all call me Uncle Ben. And that helped me being around him, you know, just made me feel better. But he was always there for me because he knew how much I wanted to be a dad. He knew how tough it was for me. But he was always the one that I could vent, you know. And then I realized, you know, it, it's not too bad to open up and, you know, express your the <laughs> feelings. I can, it was a fundraiser we had that was put together for us. And raising money for either IVF for adoption we didn't know where it was going to go and once the total started coming in and the GoFundMe which I wanted nothing to do with right. I didn't want to ask for help and seeing the the support roll in right I cried yeah I cried a lot and I still tried to bury that well me and Shannon even talked about it. I'm like how how amazing is that like just to have see all those people and all that support like it's it's a good feeling. The support's there. Um, you don't see it at the surface level all the time. Right. So that's why you have to share. You have to talk about it, get it out there. And, right. And the world will deliver. I completely agree. Now, explaining that to the women wasn't as easy. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I agree with you 110%. You know, and it's kind of one of those things. It's like there's a plan for everybody, you know. You don't they know just, what it is. They but, just want to be in charge. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think that's the next episode or something. Uh, probably. <laughs> that's every episode. Um, I guess we have to leave with I a think, quote. Oh, um, yeah, the quote of the day. I don't know if we want to go their quote of the day. Yeah, There's something about emotions and farts, and you just yeah. got to let them out. Yeah. I, so yeah. apparently I got a lot of emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I guess our emotions come out in farts, I guess is what they're trying to tell us. But I don't, a lot of hot air, I don't <laughs> Right, right. But quarter day, I don't know, practice makes perfect. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I I wasn't gonna use their quote, but we're not as well uh prepared for the quote, but I don't know. I'll I'll go with practice makes perfect. <laughs> go with that too all right all right or you could go with your high school quote yeah oh yeah oh yeah that was uh if you're not gonna go all the way why go at all (laughs) (laughs) well thanks for listening guys uh be sure to tune in to the next podcast with the girls um and have a great day great weekend enjoy the weather yeah thank you for listening and being a part of our community please follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you'd like to connect, we can be reached at podcast from there to here at Gmail. We We hope hope you continue continue on this journey with us. us.